Hello there, people. Welcome to Ferguson. Harrington. Hawks. And I'm Twiddle. <laughs> hey. <laughs> that was a bit creepy. Hey, guys, that was creepy. We're doing it, it again. Was. Sorry do it about again. this, listener. Do it again. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> listener. There was it's our general... first live show ever, yeah. and it's already creepy in the first line. I, right? I like the idea of doing it again, because we just used up another minute. So that's like a yeah. minute less we've got to find interesting content for. So, oh, yeah. So be, this is a packed show. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> hey, listener, you can see that Neil is feeling antisocial today. Are you feeling antisocial, Neil? No, I'm full of love. It's all about the love. Yeah. It's all all right, let's do it again. Not so creepy. Ready, ready listener? Cue your ear. Oh, you've got two ears. It's one listener, two ears. I don't know. You might have only one ear. If you've only got one know. ear, fair play to you. And if you've got no ears, that's the best way to hear this programme. Right, OK, are we ready? Now, welcome, 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 welcome to this episode of Ferguson. Harrington. Hawks. And Twiddle. Hey. That was, cre- that was creepy again. It was creepy again. Well, you, well, it's just the name Twiddle is creepy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Got much chance, is. Because he's only saying two words. That's it, he's saying and and his surname. So how much yeah. chance has he got to make that more lively? You know what it is? She's been what? married to me for 20 years and everything Bendy, I say yeah. now is creepy. As she's far just as she's underwhelmed. Concerned. She's generally <laughs> underwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, that's right, listener. This week we've been joined by Mark Tweddle, my husband. That's how. Mm-hmm. Now, normally in the podcast, we would have banter here about how we know each other. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, we could do the banter about how I know Mark. <gasps> you, we could. Yeah. Oh. Well, it involves our children. <clears throat> oh, so, well, that's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So we were, as you know, but Neil doesn't know this, and nor does our listener. No. Um, we we were both chaperones for our <laughs> for our children at uh, at the history museum here in Los Angeles, weren't we, Mark? Yeah. We were doing our good citizenly duty and helping out at school. Yeah, we were, and and you saved me from. The school bus journey back to the school. <laughs> Was it yeah. a long journey? That's right. Are you sure you don't want to just come back with me in my nice car, air-conditioned car? <laughs> yeah, like, yes, I do, yes. <laughs> yeah, Chrissy, got, Chrissy had some job thing or whatever it was, wasn't it? She, she left and suddenly you were out without a uh, ride home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was literally, the plan was to go back in the bus, but you saved me from that. Yeah, and we and were fri- dangerous friends even si- ever since. Because the the terrible thing about us, the Tweddles and the Hawkses, is that I am equally good mates with your missus. Yeah, and which is dangerous we, sometimes. We are. What was that movie we watched last night, Mark? The one with <laughs> Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. Oh, the there Heat. A, the Heat, and it's the two <laughs> of them are cops, right? And these two women cops. Have you seen it, Neil? <laughs> Sounds like something you might have seen. No. Lady cops wandering so my, about I, high heels. I, I, I've spent... <laughs> <laughs> I've spent too much time working with you because in, I was. my mind went off thinking about you two sitting there watching this rather average cop show and, and why and, you know, and like what was going on with that <laughs> oh, dynamic. Oh, were you looking into the story of it? Well, yeah, it was, I was. was. I'll tell you what the story was. There was like... it's. It was... Here's a surprise... Uh, listener, just so you know, because you're loyal to us and we're loyal to you, I'm going to let you into a secret. We mm. pre-record these. This isn't live. Ah. Although it's live, it's not really live. So last night, technically, we're recording this on the 5th of July, so last night was technically the 4th of July, and there were so many fuckers out with fireworks <laughs> that we were going crazy, and that's oh. why we were watching a co-op show, because it was okay. fighting the dogs. Anyway, I believe point you. Is, 
The yeah. point I mean, is, yes, is it's two lady cops who get up to no good. Like they fight people, they drink, they make unhappy people dance with them. They dance with each other. They're generally in trouble. And Mark turned to me at one point and went, that, that's technically you and Chrissy Hawkes. <laughs> <laughs> technically is. We're it's a true. really bad combination. Yeah. 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 It's, it's true. Well, we did that a couple of days ago and I'm still recovering. <laughs> ah. Me too. Hey, so did my husband have a quote for you, Chesney? That's normally what you like. You like a quote or a, a little saying. Well, yes, because I, I do like a bit of structure. And, and, you know, this is what's happened. We've had banter. Now we're having yeah. more structure, which is... <laughs> <laughs> which is our lovely guest. It's as if we're bring... ticking, the, the, ticking the to-do boxes as we go. Done as banter. we go. Yeah. As Done, we right go. now it's banter. time for a bit of structure. Yep. <laughs> a little bit of comedy. <laughs> just chickens will come in in a minute. Where no, wait, any second. Can I ask yeah. you about the chickens though? Do, how do yeah. they react to the fireworks? Because obviously with the dogs, they're a bit. They get a bit shaky and everything. But do, well, you know what, what chickens do? Well, I actually I looked at the video because we have a video feed from from inside the chicken coop. Of course you do. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and the further away fireworks, they were okay with. That wasn't a problem. But the ones that were literally outside our house. That that was like that was some <laughs> kind of everywhere. Yeah, that that was like uh, if you were kind of view from the bunker kind of chickens because <laughs> because it, it lit up. Do you know what I mean? It lit up outside the sort of windows to the chicken coops and the chickens are all kind of moving around. Oh, and right, yeah. It was it, that was that was full on right up until yeah. I hosed, hosed down the guys who were doing the fireworks. Yeah, it was out of control. We, were, we were angry twiddles. Did you get comments from them? Like, did they say anything? Uh, yeah, yeah, they did say something. Something around the next one will be gunfire or something like that. Or we'll bullets. They, they, was, they were quite threatening. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, really? Uh -huh. yeah. Uh, yeah. But they were, they were dripping wet. I wasn't too worried. <laughs> and we were doing our best Scottish. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's a yeah. thing yeah. with a Scot yeah, yeah, right? ah, thing with a Scottish yeah. accent when even you're being lovely, people go, oh, that could be quite frightening. Yeah. So we, yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were being quite frighteningly lovely. Yeah, so did, did he give you like a, a proverb or a structure, Chesney? Because, you know, like I asked him to do a task. It took him three weeks to put up a mirror in the bathroom. So I'm just oh, wondering if you were asking for something, whether it was going to happen or whether he was going to take three weeks to do it for you. Listen, uh, you complaining about Mark not doing things in time around the house is that, I mean, I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> but, but yeah, Mark, yeah, yeah. He's the handiest man I know. <laughs> so. oh, well. He did deliver on a quote as well. He did deliver on He delivered yes, on a, a proper quote. Would you like me to, um, yes, to, to yes, go on? Um, yes. So, Mark, your quote was, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And that is a quote from Henry Ford. And it's, it's yeah. wonderful having the quotes when you know, you know the person a little bit, when you know their personality. Because obviously, as soon as Mark's quote came through, and I wrote, I'm like, yeah, that's Mark. Yeah, because <laughs> he's going to fucking research it and, like, dig around, you know, because the, the quote is obviously it's all about attitude and, and, and approach. And, and uh, it just made me smile. I thought, yeah, that, that, that's him. 
Um, so, yeah, Henry Ford. We, we could go into Henry Ford, some interesting stuff about Henry Ford. Not being a particularly nice person, but I'm sure yeah. there's loads of stuff on the internet uh, about successful people. Um, but, yeah, it's a lovely theme. Whether you think, uh, a lovely um, quote, whether you think you can or can't, you're right. And digging into uh, these quotes on the internet, it's a bit like meme overload, mm. a bit like being immersed in a sort of virtual 1980s. The, were they Athene, those shops or whatever? That's well, Athena. Athena, yeah. Athena, yeah. 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 With, the, with the, the girl, the, the, the tennis player, the female tennis That's player. That's it, yeah, girls. yeah. Well, that's yeah. basically what the internet is, yeah, with, with, with <laughs> memes <laughs> and everything. Uh, I had basicals. Let's just have a moment, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had basicle Sorry. race. Do you remember the basicle race one? Yes. With all yes. the naked people? Yeah, yeah, I had that one on my wall. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, I've, I've avoided the corny memes, um, and we've got, it's lovely this. So this is all about attitude and approach, right, Mark? This determines, and how that determines success or failure. Uh, simple, positive thinking. Uh, the theory behind it, you're more likely to succeed if you think you will. You're more likely to fail if you anticipate and prepare for failure than if you convince yourself that failure isn't an option. Of course, the interesting thing about Henry Ford is he didn't actually believe in failure like mm. most people do. And he interpreted failure as simply the opportunity to begin again, but this time more intelligently. Henry Ford is also quoted as saying, the only real mistake is one from which we learn nothing. And I oh. think we've been there yeah. before. I can't remember when I first saw that quote, but it made a sort of big difference because I often believed I couldn't do things. Yeah. That you know other mm. people could get that, other people could do this. Between that one and the other one that I thought about was um, the best way to get ahead is to get started. Yeah. Which, you know, they're just like really simple, which is just half the time I hold myself back because Fear, of really. wanting everything to be perfect. Like Absolutely. somehow I've got yeah. to start at perfection and then move <laughs> that perfection into success. That's my yeah. that's my game plan. And, it, yeah. you know, usually I don't get started. So <laughs> And we think that everybody else is a smart fucker and has got it all worked <laughs> out and planned yeah. out right. And, of course, yeah. you, you then realise as you get older in life that everyone's making it up as they go yeah. along. And yeah. You can yeah. only go a few moves in front as much as you can go and then you take the momentum from that, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially the difference between the UK and, and America. Like America, people will tell you that they know how to do stuff and they're great. Americans, so true. <laughs> there's something about the education system here that helps people talk well and 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 be confident does, in their it abilities. Also does, it does breed a lot a lot of people that uh, talk a lot of shit as well. Yeah, so you really have to figure out: do they really <laughs> yeah. mean that they can do that, or do they mean that they knew somebody who told them how to do it and they've not tried it yet, or? Yeah. You know, what, whatever yeah, it is, faking uh, it till they're making it. <laughs> yeah, mm. which I, I think is nonsense. You know, it's just, that's like you, you do just have to take action, um, and well, it's like Lynn taking that show to Edinburgh. Mm. Like uh, there was a point with that, uh, which harks back to what you say, said, Neil, about there being no such thing as failure. Because Lynn was all worried about her show, and I, and I said, yeah. well, if if there's not the risk of failure. If you're not doing something new that possibly could fail, then yes. why are you going? Like, yeah. if you know yeah, it's just going to be brilliant, if you're not, like, why if you're bother? Not pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, then you're not really living, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know that I like the comfort zone bit because you should do stuff that is within within your capabilities, but you have to believe, and you could make a mistake. There has to be yeah. something 
that's in there. It's what you just said, within your capabilities. It's about being realistic. And if you're realistic and you th- truly do believe, you know what, I think I might just be able to do that, and you keep thinking that, you've got half a chance. You know, I'm never going to be a fucking astronaut. <laughs> it doesn't matter how oh. much I positively think, you know. <laughs> so it's about what, being what realistic What that positive well. attitude? <laughs> <laughs> it's within reason. Come on, team. It oh. is, isn't it? I, I, I think I could become an astronaut. I mean, I mean, you yeah, know. you could. You definitely yeah. could. Yeah. Of all the people I'm not I too know, old. you would I'm be one old, that I would yeah. say. Mark Tweddle is the one that could become yeah. an astronaut. If he put his mind into it. <laughs> yeah, I picked the wrong example. Okay, I don't know. Brain <laughs> surgeon? Where do you want to oh, go? Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Actually, Neil, all you have to do to become an astronaut is hoard money. And then you can yeah. build yourself a, a big penis-shaped yes, rocket course, and yeah. head off into the outer space. It's yeah, not a problem. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. all money. Back. We've been there, haven't we? <laughs> but just going back to what I said about comfort zone, and you were like not quite sure about that. You have to be within your abilities because I've experienced things like in this silly celebrity world where we all have to sometimes do crazy things like I've learned to sumo wrestle I've high dived (laughs) I've I've water ski jumped you know so all of those things are very much out of my comfort zone but you just do it you just do it and then if you put your mind to it you can actually achieve those things so yeah I, I think you do do that more often than other people and it amazes me like you told that story um, just uh, when we met up on Sunday about washing down your father's boat and falling into the Thames yes. and and how silly that story was and getting the two old codgers on the banks of the Thames like Give me a giving round you a applause, round of yeah. applause and it was just like that's that's Chesney Hawks I mean yes. while we were at your house I think you nearly fell in the pool three times like like and yet and yet you do all these amazing things as well that require such incredible pre- precision. precision. <laughs> Are we talking like, about cognitive difficulties here, Chesney? Yeah. No, I've, I've always been known as the clumsy one in my in my family. Always. Oh, yeah. Remember when he came, he was at our house and he said, oh yeah, I've signed up for this TV show. I think it's going to be fun. It's called MasterChef. They're going to teach me how to cook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Lynn and I were like, they're not going to teach no, you how to cook. They no, expect no, no. that you already know how to cook. Yeah. And you, I remember the colour draining from your face. But in the true essence of this show and the yeah. quote, you believed you could do it, right, Ches? And yeah. You, uh, you know, you we, you didn't cheat at all. You didn't get any help in at all, right? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, of a famous. Yeah, there was a little bit of help. But listen, I think that everybody probably gets help from things, things like of that. Of course, I really do. Yeah. You know, I don't think that getting my friend Jamie Oliver to help me to uh, teach me to cook before. Hang on, let me just pick that one up. Clang! There it is. Got it. I got it. Jamie, don't worry. D- d- Jamie is one of our listeners. He is our listener. Is he our listener? Oh, Oh, Jamie, I really like your lamb, just so you know. I really like your lamb. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 I do actually like it. He does a good good tagine, does Jamie. Um, The thing that, how that works in the house, though, whether you uh, believe you can or believe you can't, they're both right, is that uh, we go through things, certainly during the pandemic, the builder across the street gave us, like, this, these massive planks of wood that they used to hold up like the floors in the apartment buildings and uh, dropped them off here. And I'd said to Mark, hey, do you think you could make a table? And he went, no. <laughs> well, maybe. 
<laughs> well, no. Well, maybe. And then we, then the big social distancing table happened, right? How, <laughs> how big is that table? It's seven Massive. foot square. Yeah. It's more than seven foot square, isn't it? Isn't it eight foot square? It's as big as Putin's table. <laughs> oh, I think it's se- <laughs> I think it's seven by seven and a half, and it, um, each plank is about three and a quarter inches thick. Yeah. So it, it's like I knew I had to build it's it sturdy. in position because you couldn't move it. It's yeah. like ridiculously heavy. It's um, Fergus and I stood on top of it. It's like. I, I think if we have bit. that big earthquake, the table will stay and the house will fall. You know, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the place though. to go. Maybe that's where you go. <laughs> I thought you were going to make my day and say you'd built it and then realised you couldn't get it out of the room or whatever. Uh, I was looking forward to a punchline like that. You're far <laughs> no, too sorry, intelligent. Sorry, he obviously. disappointed you, Neil. Yeah, yeah, far yeah. too intelligent. Yeah. I, I think I think my uncle did that with a boat. I think he made a yacht and his front room and then realised he couldn't get it out. Wait, and hang on a minute, back up. <laughs> yeah, your, uh, right? your, uh, your uncle made a yacht in his front room. He is Scottish. Was no, he's, not, he's not Scottish, he's, uh, he's a Geordie, he's from Newcastle. So, uh, uh, and they're a bit different there. Everything. Oh, well, that, of that, course. That's yeah. understandable now, yeah, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going to your quote, Mark, I've got a, I think it's worth reading. It's a poem done by Walter D. Wintle in the earliest 20th, 20th century, and it sums up your quote, and it's lovely. I'm going to read it. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win, but you think you can't, it's almost certain you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out of the world we find, success begins with a fellow's will, it's all in the state of mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win a prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man, but soon or late the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. Can I just here at at this point in time say I object to the use of the word man? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like whatever happened to person? What was wrong here? This was the early 20th century. Then, of course, actually, early 21st century, it's the same, isn't it? Oh, it's hard to rhyme. It's hard to rhyme with person. Yeah, I don't Mm. know. You know, I mean, I'll give it a go. Maybe yeah, it's man, you know, with a capital M, where, it does, where it's all oh, mankind. Ah, oh, fellow man. Mankind. Capital, yeah, yeah. Well, why, again, why is it not fellow person? I just, I don't mean to be tweaky here or anything, but as the token woman. Anyway, like, she was saying something. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear something? <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm not sure about that poem as well. There's a, there's a part of it where... Um, like the biggest thing that happened in my life was when I got sober, right? That's yeah, part, you know, that's like one of the big turning points in my life was getting sober, and mm. I don't believe I thought I could. <laughs> 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 like, like I remember, I remember grabbing a guy kind of by the lapels and going, "How do you have fun? How do you have fun?" And he just like laughed his head off at me and said, "You'll have more fun sober than you ever had drinking," and and he was right. I, I, there was something in that moment that I, I believed him, and it and it sort of made it easier. But mm. um, I still didn't think I could do it. You know, I I tried by myself. You know, I got nearly a month once, um, but most of the time it was I got till till Friday. 
Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it depended when I stopped. You know, if I stopped on Sunday, I, I got to Friday. And if I stopped on Thursday, I got to Friday. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it's always Friday. Uh, it's damn Friday. It's like Friday arrives and it's like, oh man, that was a bit of a week. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't believe I could do that. But there's something about shortening how far I looked ahead. Mm, one step at a time, that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that side of it, of... Um, yeah, and I, th- I think that's how that quote still works, is that, you know, can I do today? Yeah. Yes, one Let's day do at a time. Mm. I think um, that's really useful for now as well, where it, <clears throat> it does feel like the world is... Like, when we got up this morning, just because... I, I don't know if I mentioned the fireworks, but there were fireworks <laughs> last night. But, but both of us uh, said, God, I feel like we were under attack last night. I feel like we were under attack. And then as we talked more, we were like, yeah, but, but there is a kind of thing in the world where some days you do get up and just with the way that the news cycle is, that you can feel like you're under attack, like everything's mm, too yeah. much to deal with. Like there's just one more Boris story or one <laughs> more like MAGA, yeah. you know, like one more, you know. Um, mm, and I, I think having, or whatever. Yeah, mm. like having that thing where you go, all right, if I think I can get through today, I can, so I, I will. You know. Yeah. Well, the alternative is not not really an option, is it? Yeah. What are you going to do? But some people, it is. I think that's it is. A, no. I, a of thing. course. Of course. Sorry about this, listener, but we've come to this point, and we are honest in our podcast. But since twenty twenty, there's been a fair cluster of people who've decided to take their own lives. You know that mm-hmm. that we've known, mm. and <clears throat> and never had any idea that it was coming. You know this idea that with a suicide, the person's going to wander about going oh, well, you know, I'm thinking about this, I might kill myself. That it, it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. It, it really doesn't. And, and it comes completely from left field. So I, I think that, I think the idea that if we could tell people just to hang on for a, another day mm. or, you know, mm. just even another hour is a, is a good quote to have. Especially mm. now when the world can feel so, and make Bleak. a person feel so powerless. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, there's a, there's um, there's another thing in the kind of sobriety world where they say like, look at your feet. Are you okay now? Mm. Like, are you s- secure? Is like nobody's shooting at you. Everything's okay right now, this moment. Like for the next second, yeah. you're you're going to be okay. Do you have food? Do you have shelter? Do you like like take it down to that sort of basic level? Mm. You know, because a lot of the stuff that, especially in the news is there to frighten you. Yeah, it's all based on fear And to, to make you look wide and go, oh man, mm. it's so scary everywhere. When in actual fact, if you take it down to like, am I okay right here, right now? And can I build out from that point? Mm. Um, that that can be, you know, some, you know, you can go right into gratitude. You could, go, you could say, all right, well, what are the things that I do actually have right now that, that I'm grateful for? to try to sort of get rid of some of this anxiety about things that might happen or might not. It's that um, future events already ruined, the yeah. acronym for fear, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you've already decided. It's almost yeah, the it's same, happened. you know. The, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you think if you think the future is going to be really bleak, it probably will probably be will. really bleak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that comes back to the saying, which is if yeah. you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Absolutely. 
Okay, can I say now, right, because I've got a conundrum, guys, just so you oh. know, right? Go on. I am well, looking at a clock, by the way, but you're right, no, that's what that's what my okay. conundrum is. Good, right? good. See, look, you are a conundrum. So I am a conundrum wrapped yeah. up in an enigma or whatever. Something that is. beginning with C, that's for sure. But anyway, <laughs> I know what the con- I always I can already see what the conundrum is. It's because yeah. you, you know Mark too well, and you don't and yeah. you don't know yeah. how you're going to read. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Because normally I would read, I do a read at this point and tell people what I hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, although you know, one of the th- it's just funny, wasn't it, Mark? When mm. when I found out that I could do this, when I when I like, because I'd worked with people and started just doing the story thing, you know, mm. and then realizing that I could hear what they were telling me through their stories. Um, that Mark said, right, okay, well, I don't like the idea of it, but you should probably try this on me to see what you can can you hear on me. <laughs> right. <laughs> and both of us were like, oh crap. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what if I hear he's a psychopath or something like that? And um, and it was uh, actually turned out that, he, that Mark had never met a detail that he didn't like, and also very fond of a list, very fond of a list. And yeah. when I told him that, he was like, that's not true. And he gave me a very detailed list as to why <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, oh, no, yes. so. Uh, what I thought. I still listener. didn't believe her. I didn't no. believe her until that. Until that, she got me to tell another story, and then I heard myself. That's that. That was the turning mm. point for me. It was the point when I heard myself doing a list of details wow. that should have been a story, and <laughs> and that was the point when it changed. That's because then you get the choice about whether you do anything about it. You know, mm. that, that's what the that's what I feel is the great sort of value in the read, is yeah, that. When you, when you truly yourself. understand it, you understand something mm. about yourself, and then you get to make choices from this point of knowledge. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So mm. what I thought I'd do, right, instead of doing the read, is I would do a timed exercise where uh, we would I would get Mark to talk about something that I know he really loves talking about, but that I don't really listen when he talks about it. <laughs> and so therefore there would be a double whammy here, which is that he'd be happy. Because he would get to talk about something that I don't really care about. And also, I'd be happy because it would be two minutes where I don't have to hear about the thing that I don't care about. <laughs> Does that make sense to you? Win-win all round, isn't right? it? Right? <laughs> right? Don't you feel? Okay, so the first time I rode a motorcycle <laughs> No, was... it's on, not <laughs> that one. <laughs> there's I've plenty, there's out. plenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, I've got my timer out. Look at my timer. I've got my timer out. It says two minutes. Mark Tweddle, you are going to talk to me about bees. Go. My wife forced me to get bees. <laughs> I... It was my idea first, but it was just like a fleeting kind of, oh, you know, we have chickens, we grow things, wouldn't it be nice to have some bees? Maybe that's what's next. And then nothing happened, like nothing happened. And then about a month later, she said, you know, well, you getting these bees? What are we, what are we doing about getting these bees? And I avoided it a bit more. And then... Russia invaded Ukraine <laughs> and we got the chickens for the pandemic and I felt that oh, you know reason. we should we should do something positive some small positive action in the world and so we found out how to get bees I went really in depth into all the details <laughs> about beekeeping about beehives I decided not to make a normal beehive I made a horizontal hive because that's oh. easier on your back and meant to be easier on the bees and so I made a beehive that we call Buzzywood 
because um, the chicken coop was called Cluckywood. Um, and so we painted it yellow and black like it was a bee. And like I know a ridiculous amount of stuff about bees, ridiculous amount of stuff about bees. It's mostly ladies. We call most of them Audrey. Uh, we have, you know, you get this box of 10,000 bees, five frames of bees and, and a queen. And um, yeah, they're, they're still going. But it seems such a weird thing because they're so tiny and this whole th community is so different. Like they're, they're a hive. They're not an individual. And it feels like you should go in with microscope and tweezers and it should all be precision. And then the beekeeper's tool is a chisel. <laughs> you, and you stick your chisel in the hive. And so I'm confused. There wow. you go. Two minutes on bees, right? Thank you. Me. Very I'll tell you what I learned, and it, this is something that uh, is going to follow me forever. I had on. no idea that all female bees were called Audrey. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? No. I, you know I what mean, that's news. No. You learn something new. Do you know what day. the boys are called? The yeah, boy go on. bees? Because there's about, how many of them are there? Five or yeah, something like that? So five to ten, you usually have of yeah. drones, they're called. Yeah, Lachlan, who's our youngest, <laughs> uh, informed me that all the guy bees were called Carson. Because you have to be called something like Carson to handle that many audits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, luckily. I didn't even ask. I didn't uh, even ask. But, um, you do not yeah. want to be a male bee. I tell you, the male bee does not have a stinger, just gets fed by all these women, and is only there for one thing. He flies out to find, you know, you know, new Holland. queen bees. Mm. But when he mates with the queen bee, he leaves everything behind and dies immediately. Yeah. 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 Whoa. That sounds fun, doesn't it? Yeah. You know? yeah. Good old Carson. And, and if he doesn't... Than me. And if that Carson doesn't manage to do that, right? If he doesn't manage to do that and it gets to winter, the ladies kick him out and leave him to die in front oh, of the right. hives. Well, that's so easy. Those yeah. ladies are brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Just like American ladies are going to be real soon. Very soon, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, God. So they also, too. just I would say here is, did you notice that, that even in Mark's story, there, there was a quota of lists? Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, there were, yeah. yeah. There was a lot right? of facts. I mean, I've yeah. looked up a horizontal beehive for a start. I've learned something today. So there you go. <laughs> Two things. Audrey's horizontal beehives. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And a list of other he stuff. Likes yeah. He likes the research, doesn't he? Facts. Oh, yeah. God. Facts. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 really. I think yeah. that that's an interesting thing about uh, people, and certainly for us as a, as a couple, is that, like, I'm much more... Like, we, we laugh about the way that we cook, right? Because I cook all the time. I'm the one that does dinner. And uh, I do dinner and I make food according to how I feel. So um, <laughs> I, I'll have made a recipe once and then I'll go, right, OK, I've made that recipe once. Well, the next time I'm making that thing, I'll make it sort of like that I did before. That is a lie. Well, <laughs> what? what are you going to say? You have never, you have never followed a recipe. Well, I've oh. read them. I've read them. I read the recipes and then I don't follow them, but I do read them. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> I'm glad this has happened. Yeah, yeah. Because this is the bit I was looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. Come domestic. on. Yeah. Live domestic. Yeah. <laughs> so we're getting into the semantics now of following a recipe 
and reading a recipe, basically, well, is where I am all about gut feeling, right? So if I decide that I want to do something, then I'll do it because it's all just because I feel like that's what I want to do right now and all it, and this is how it's going to be. Whereas Mark is the guy who does all the logistics of it, <clears throat> thinks about it beforehand, researches, mm. measures yeah. and whatever. So, uh, so it's better that I cook because if Mark cooked, it, we would get something that would be precision and beautiful, but we'd only be fed once a week, I would have thought. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is cruel. That's cruel. <laughs> That's not true at all. Stir the pot, Ches. Ches, stir the pot. It doesn't need stirring. <laughs> no. no, that's cruel. It's true, that's though, cruel. right? But, but you, you could give Lynn a basic list and she will not even look at it. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. not part of her psyche it's just not something Mm. you know so it's really difficult you know what you know when she decides she wants to cook something and i say all right well you know i'm going to the store are the things you need that's that's a hell of a discussion (laughs) that is (laughs) well maybe a couple of lemons you know a potato just one? (laughs) don't know well if there's no potatoes you could just get a yam maybe (laughs) <laughs> or um, some herbs, you know, like the green ones. <laughs> a green herb. <laughs> yeah, just a green herb, you know. Slightly peppery taste, maybe. <sighs> Doesn't like nouns. Doesn't like nouns, so no just, nouns. you know. No, it replaces all nouns with chickens. Yeah. <laughs> or thing me. Get me the thing me. Oh. Can you do thing the me. thing me? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I left my thing me in the car. Could you just go and, um, yeah. Well, it'd be better if she said, I left my thingy in the thing me. Oh, <laughs> oh. well. Oh, she that, does that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and she keeps putting marmalade in everything right now. I do, Just, yeah. I've, got, I've got two in my fridge. <laughs> when she made the, the freaking marmalade, we're like, why does this curry taste a little uh, marmalade Yeah. But, yeah, Neil, you've escaped. So Paddington Bear would be UK. very happy in your in, in your yeah. house. Right. <laughs> I've escaped. So I'm just hoping none of it gets brought to Edinburgh. So oh, maybe, to, maybe you know, I hope, could. Hopefully, the know. suitcase will be full and there won't be any room for marmalade. Full of marmalade. There's been a lot are of you, marmalade. Are you what? not a marmalade fan, Neil? Well, yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's marmalade. <laughs> I'm not going to lose any fucking sleep over it. You know, well, I get some sp- marmalade, I don't get some marmalade. Whatever, we can all, you know, hey. This is a very special marmalade. Oh. Nobody knows what went into it. There could be potatoes in this marmalade. I'm telling you. Green, there's green herb in it. I know that. There's green herb in this Oh, I love some of that. <laughs> you know, the point of this listener, in case you're listening and going, what the hell are they talking about? Which would be what you do every week. But uh, the, the reason that there's marmalade is because we've got a big tangerine tree in the backyard and I cannot bear waste I can't bear it and this tree has just had so much fruit on it and it's a battle between me and this little bastard of a squirrel as to who gets the fruit and I'm like you squirrel you're not getting this fruit so then I do all the marmalade by the tangerines but now uh, there's there's too much even even my kids are like can, can we stop can we stop with the marmalade we've probably got 20 would you say 20 Things of I, I, I can't use nouns now. Twenty <laughs> jars of marmalade. Thingies, Twenty thingies. Of, but you've probably given away I've more given than that. Of, yeah, I've given away a yeah. lot of jars. It's it's part of a thing. It's like my way of saying hello yeah. at the moment. Yes. Go, Hi, take what that marmalade. 
Yeah. And and then it, it becomes my job to make the label. So that's the thing is it becomes my job to make a label. Make oh. a witty label of Tweddle's Tangerine Marmalade. What's wrong with a Sharpie? Jesus Christ. No, oh, it no. has to look, no. No, 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 no. And then we started, we, I started with the tangerine, tangerine gin. Tangerine gin, yeah. That was, oh. What was your feeling on the tangerine I loved, gin? I really liked it, but the trouble with, with it was it was lethal because yeah. it didn't taste like gin. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, this is fruity, and then you're asleep. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is a fruity thing. Oh, my God, I'm done. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So that got a label with a skull and crossbones, and it was called Twiddle's Tangerine Tormentor. See these things that you're learning, listener. So there you go. So he loves detail, then. That's basically what's come out of this, this, isn't it, basically? He loves a bit of detail and a list. And research. But I really appreciate that, because I think... Yeah, the research is good. One of the the things I love about Mark is, is, uh, like, if I I have uh, something, an issue or something, technical or whatever... Um, and I don't know how to do it. Mark will either know how to do it, or he will definitely want to find out. Like he, he like he likes an, a mission, you know. So, so how do you do this? How do you know how to do you know how to do this? No, but I will find out, and I'll come back yeah. to you. I should yeah. tell this story actually, which is that because my eldest sister's um, quite detailed as well. And um, at one point there was a, a detailed competi- uh, competition in a way. Um, except it wasn't really a competition. But this, you know when you know that somebody loves you is when they look after you or they still care about you when you're at your worst, right? Yeah. And so when I was going through, I'm bringing out the cancer story again, I'm very sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen, or listener. (laughs) But when I was dealing with the cancer thing and I had, uh, I just had surgery and I'd had uh, infections and things, and so I was cut open and they had the wounds had to be cleaned and all that stuff. <clears throat> uh, Mark took that on. Him and the surgeon both had a discussion about how to do it so that I didn't have to go to hospital. And Mark, did, he literally looked after dealing with my uh, surgical wounds and infections wow. in the same way as he built a beehive. But <laughs> at the same time, we had just bought this house and we were dismantling another house that had been bought by a developer so he was building a house project managing building a house and project managing the rebuild Demolishing. of Demolishing. um of his wife at the same time and my sister was like he had so many spreadsheets it was amazing <laughs> <laughs> that's what you, that's what my wife and mark have in common is spreadsheets yeah. oh. they oh, both love right. a spreadsheet oh. yeah. I just don't call them spreadsheets because I'm embarrassed. I don't like to like they're, they're a list. I can go over the list, right? It's Sharpie on a list. It's not not nothing to see here. There's no, there's no Microsoft involvement. No Google Docs. It's just moving on. Yes. Yeah, I, like I I don't I don't need to be typecast into Mr. Spreadsheet Man. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've got a feeling it might be music time, Chesney. Oh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> I, I got so into that conversation that I forgot that I was, I was Sorry, supposed uh, to be singing to you. I, I, I just thought I'd, it was the time to, you know, swivel. Yeah, that's I, it, good. it felt right. Yeah, that's, that's good. So, yes, listener, uh, now that you've been with us for a while, you know that we ask our guests for a quote and we also ask them for a song that either they have an emotional connection to, happy or sad. And so Mark has chosen one of my favourite songs. I think it's, you know, it's, a, it's obviously a standard. It's an absolute classic. 
and I think one of the sweetest songs ever written. So, Mark, tell us about this song. Um, it's the A Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. You know, we um, that's what we played at our wedding 20 years ago. Ah, uh, oh, it's nice. Yeah. God, God, that's got me emotional. That's not right. I <laughs> haven't even played it yet. I grew up in Scotland. Stop this. <laughs> yeah, look, cut that bit out. <laughs> cut that out. I can't be seen. Let's go back to lists. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were. Go- I really thought you were going to bring up the fact that I didn't just give you one song. I gave you a complete list of like whatever <laughs> one's the easiest. Oh, that's such a good point. I forgot about that. There really was a list of songs. There was. <laughs> but that was but number see, one. That was well, I really, really appreciate when our guests give us, uh, give me a list of songs because there's always when somebody comes in one song like you know let's let's say um, T- Toya who came in with uh, with um, you know Human Bjork? Behavior by Bjork. Yeah. And that's, and that's yeah. I've got I've got to do it. That's it. So yeah. So Mark yeah. gave me a few, and some of them I was like, eh, it's going to be tough. That's it. But Wonderful World, I was like. Oh, yeah, I think I could do that. Shall I do cool. it? Yeah, yeah do yeah. it. Yeah, do it. And me and Neil can watch Mark cry. Yeah, just for you, Mark. <laughs> Go on, Chase, do your thing. I see trees green Red roses too I see them bloom For me and you And I think to myself What a wonderful world I see skies of blue Clouds of white Bright blessed day Dark sacred night And I think to myself What a wonderful world Oh, the colors of the rainbow So pretty in the sky Are also on the faces People passing by I see friends shaking hands Saying how do you do They're really saying I love you I hear babies crying I watch them grow They'll learn so much more than I'll ever know And I think to myself What a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful world Thank you, Chesney. (laughs) (laughs) Do you need a moment? 
Yeah. <laughs> and a long moment. Oh, oh. man. That was beautiful. Yeah. That, um, oh. I wasn't ready well, for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably the best way to be, you know, because then you, yeah. there's nothing quite like a nice surprise in life. We did dance yeah. to that at our wedding, and so that's why he's crying, because he's like, I can't believe mm. that 20 years ago I made the biggest yeah. mistake in my fucking <laughs> life. I married that woman that should have just been a no. healthy one-night stand that turned out to be how many years, sweet pea? Well, it's, it's 20 years of since our wedding, never mind. Yeah, right? Since I met you. Yeah, met no, you in 2000. I, know. I still love you. You'd, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> did that's you the music that? did that to him see? <laughs> no. that's what it did that's what it did turned him into a love bug <laughs> Neil nearly choked on his tea there. do you he know what like, I'm oh. so glad you said that because it was it obviously affected you and Ches uh, while you were playing it I was looking at a picture of my mum and Karen just sitting on the desk here and mm. yeah it was beautiful it was beautiful yeah, yeah. Well, music can do you know, that doesn't it you know, Lynn said there was fireworks last night, but there could be fireworks tonight, I tell you. Right. <laughs> Play your cards right. Play your cards right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, you'll have to get your hose out, sweet pea. That'll have to happen. I thought you got your hose out last night. Jeez. You guys are insatiable. Two nights in a row. I mean, uh, for an old man, I tell you. <laughs> Do you know what was lovely about that song, actually, is uh, that it, like, I, I do, I have been feeling, because I don't know if I've mentioned, but there was fireworks last night and I was quite angry. <laughs> um, but they're listening to the song, I was like, God, actually, there are so many things in the world to be grateful for. There are mm. so mm. many things to be, to feel joy about. And again, it comes back to that quote, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right which is that whether you think the world's beautiful or you think the world's horrible, it's, it's right. That's what you'll see. Mm. That's what there is, you know. It was really mm. beautifully done, Chesney. Yeah, well done, Ches. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's always easier with a song as, that is so beautiful as that. And uh, I love it when I get songs that I, you know, that I feel myself. When, uh, you mm. know, there's nothing quite like that, you know. Um, you will be able to have felt my connection to it because you know it's. I love this. I love the simplicity of the of the song because it's just. A, it really is just a love song for for the world, isn't it? It's mm. a love song mm. for life, really. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's just yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful song. Yeah, I nearly did this thing. I nearly did this thing where I was going to start it off and I was going to go. I was going to go. You know, nice little intro, and, and then I was going. You could do that in the last chorus or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't the Muppets do it at one point? Did the Muppets not oh, do I don't a version know. of it? I think they did. I think it might have been Animal or somebody did, yeah. did their version oh, of it. Oh, that's, so cool. that's yeah. ringing a bell now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, it's brilliant. Do well, Louis Armstrong Muppets. has a Muppet-like voice, doesn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah. 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 So I always <laughs> ask this question too at the end, which is that yes. uh, what, what, would you, what advice would you give to someone... Um, who's a younger version of you? Like maybe the pet, the, what would you say to the young guy that grew up in Scotland? Um, what advice would you give him? Oh, that's, 
<laughs> you know what? Actually, what I would do is um, I'd say whatever you do, try to find self-compassion. Try to find compassion for yourself. You know, if it's somebody like me, the harshest judge of me was me. Mm. And, and that is unsustainable, you know. And for right. me, you know, that, that's why I drank. That's why, you know, it's all that stuff. That's why I felt the world was against me or whatever it was. Um, and self-compassion, it's a bit like the, the, the sort of work that Len and I do. And the two sort of principles of it are that you belong and that you are enough. And, right. and, and, and to, to feel that, you have to have some kind of self-compassion that you're okay, that you are enough. You, there's sort of so much pressure in the world to strive to be whatever successful is, which is never attainable. Yeah. You know, if you, if you get one level of success, there's another level of success yeah. that you now judge yourself for that yeah. you've got to attain. Never it, ending. It's just a never ending, you know, trail. Um, yeah. And some sort of self-compassion allows you to actually take time and enjoy the life that you've got. Mm. I wasn't sure whether I would want to talk about being sober like publicly like this, but um, for me, that that part of my life is because I want to live my life, all of it. Like not, not mm. just the happy, you know, joyous, fantastic moments, like all of it. Like it's it's ups, it's downs, and and be able to be a part of it, and 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 I can only do that if I can have some sort of self compassion to myself. Otherwise, you you know when you make a mistake, you're you're destroyed, and um, yeah, it's just it's horrible, and you, and you don't want to be a part of it. Um, and you, you have to go, you have to be able to laugh it off. You have to be able to go, ah, it was my turn to cock up this time. You know, it was my yeah. turn to whatever it was. You know crash the car or um don't crash you know. the car don't crash the car don't <laughs> crash the car don't crash the car oh, okay. <laughs> don't yeah that's one of my that's one of the things I'm good at jeez <laughs> <laughs> very practiced you're very practiced at that in the way apparently so I've heard but <laughs> uh, we won't mention and motorbikes also, <clears throat> yeah and also get more bees right that's what you would advise people to do. Get bees. And write lists. Uh, you know, the bees, I'm still struggling with the bees. I really am struggling with the bees. Uh, there's a part of me thinks that the bees are a mistake because the level of anxiety, like bees, I don't know if you don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but bees do not speak English. We got Italian bees. We're told oh, Italian wow. bees are the right bees to get because they're docile. They don't really sting much and all the rest of it, but they just don't speak English. Yeah, um, I've got a Greek dog. I know what it's like. I've got a Greek yeah. dog, so it's yeah. the same thing. My dog's from Texas. I can't understand him. Either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to jump in and pick up about what, what you said, Mark, about, you know, be compassionate with yourself because I think it's really important to have a reminder of that every now and then. Yeah. Like, I, I have... I've had so much good done to me listening to you today just by being reminded about that fact. And I think it's something to, important to remind ourselves about often. Otherwise, yeah, you lose perspective. Yeah, if you think of all, when, when people are angry and stuff like that, when they lose their shit... Yeah. Usually it's about their yeah, judgment say, of themselves. <laughs> yeah, not... that's exactly what I was going to say. It's never, it's never really about what's happening, is it? And it's yeah. just you just need a mirror uh, to be pointed back at yourself because it's always something that you're angry at that, that you've done or haven't done or haven't <clears> said. 
uh, mm. it always comes back to you. So yeah, I, I completely agree. Unless with that. it's fireworks. If you're angry yeah, at fireworks, thing. that's completely fucking reasonable. That's just that's what I think. And hoses are the only. Because it enables answer. you to get your hose out, doesn't it? So there you go. There we go. Yeah. Every cloud. You know I'm going to get fined for misuse of water. We're in a drought here in LA. I, I, I know this is what's going to happen. It's like you, you, you said, you told everyone you used your hose outside the normal days. You're an odd numbered day and that's the wrong day for your... So we're at this point in the show, just as we're closing, we do a thing about uh, what do we feel that we've learned? From this show, so mm. Neil, you said what you had learned. I yeah, think. I've done. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. What about you, Chesney? What have you learned? Well, I did learn about that that all female bees were called Audrey. I mean, that was that was a a, a real thing that I'm going to take to my grave with me. Um, I think that I've actually learned not just from today, just just from my just having known Mark for you know ten years or however long it's been now, is that um, I. Uh, I think he's a wonderful, beautiful human being that I can learn a lot from, and uh, uh, and I think I have learned a lot from him. And uh, you know, I'm just grateful that you came on the show, mate. I really am, and grateful to know you, mate. Ooh, <laughs> I learned that Chesney can make me cry. Oh, That's why then okay. Chesney is like black belt at making Mark cry. Yes, power. <laughs> he's <laughs> got <a> superpower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I learned that when you spend an hour with people that you love uh, talking about stuff that you care about and things that matter, then it can stop you being really fucking angry about fireworks. Fireworks. Well, listener, we've come to the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, Mark. For, thank you, Mark. Uh, yeah. Yes, thank you, Mark. Great guest. Yeah. yeah. You thank you all. Guest. Um, so until next time we, well what was I going to say until next time when we'll see you again or hear you again or you oh fuck what am I talking about um, <laughs> Chesney can you close the show I can't even but I can't because because you have to say I've you're been first. Ferguson so well I yeah. could you're, say you're, I've you know, been Ferguson <laughs> you're darling, you get, Neil you're ordered well like, the other thing no we can't right? because I'm looking at the clock you've got to keep filling I'm afraid mate look it's right. only 50 you got 56.30 are you telling yeah. me that my wife isn't detail orientated because <laughs> this is not news to me this is not news to me we're about three minutes under time so we've got to keep filling we could give her a taste of her own medicine and make her do a two minute two minutes on on chickens oh chickens you want two minutes well I say it my time are, are you saying that I haven't haven't had the size to fill this show is that what you're saying <laughs> size is everything right? I would also like to point out that the art of filling is that the listeners should be unaware that you're filling so we've kind of fucked that <laughs> <laughs> haven't we but like really? no, I feel that our listener listens to us because they know how shit we are right? oh, okay. yeah, I think yeah. that there is an acceptance of it which is in the world we are like world. them yeah <laughs> well, you know, we I think our listener is better than us to be honest no, okay. I think our this is the first has... time this is, this is the show like, I I knew as soon as I was going to be up first as your first attempt at a live show. <laughs> you knew you were a guinea pig. That it was going to be a, a shit you know, show. It was going to be a challenge. It was going to be a cock up. And the, shit show. What? Shit Say show. the word. Yeah. Well, you know, you know um, I'll be diplomatic about it and say I believed it was going to work. It was. Well, if we go back but to the quote, but there were going to be a few teething. Remember, 
You've and got to remember that Henry We've Ford. already filled those two minutes. We don't even no, need the story of shit. chickens. And Henry <laughs> Ford didn't actually believe in failure like most people do. He interpreted failure as simply the opportunity to begin again, but this time more intelligently. You see, we've uh, not failed. You see, it all comes round. The only mistake yeah. is from the one which we learn nothing. Yeah, uh, you guys are going to be left. much more intelligent with your wives <laughs> than you ever were with a, the poor old white guy. <laughs> Someone had to be our first, Mark. Yeah, yeah. you were always my first, Mark. Thanks for <laughs> popping our cherry. <laughs> Yeah. Bring us home, so, Lynn. Bring us yeah, home. Yeah, go on, Lynn. Wrap I it up, sister. Can I? All right. Okay. Well, there you go, listener. Again, yet another very, very professional podcast for you. <laughs> go on, admit it. You listen to us because of our precision, our standards, our, our seamlessness. <laughs> They're so high. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, please join us n- next episode because uh, we'll be lonely without you. So thank you very much to Mark. <laughs> thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, I'll yeah. see you in the kitchen yep. in about 10 minutes. And uh, <laughs> dear listener, see you next week. Uh, until then, I've been Ferguson. I've been Harrington. And I've been Hawks. And I... And he's been... I've been Tweddle. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you have. <laughs> and you've been the audience. Bye. You've been listening to Ferguson, <laughs> Harrington, Hawks. Starring Lynn Ferguson, Neil Harrington and Chesney Hawks. Written and produced by uh, Lynn Ferguson, Neil Harrington and Chesney Hawks and Mark Twiddle. How's <laughs> 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 that for fucking live? So oh, there you go, right? <laughs>